Hello, listeners to LinkedIn Leverage. I'm Peter Williams. And in today's episode, I'm going to share some research I did on the LinkedIn news feed, some personal experience that you may find relevant, and finally, a clue I picked up that's been hiding in plain sight. First, the research. I did a study over the course of five business days in which I studied three times a day the first 20 posts in my own news feed, my own front page of LinkedIn. And I categorized the first 20 posts into several categories that would sort of tell me why that post was on my news feed. The first category was posts that were originally posted by somebody I was either a first-level connection of or a person that I followed. The second category, a post that was in my news feed because one of my first-level connections had liked it. Third, the category of posts that were in my news feed because a first-level connection of mine had commented on somebody else's original post. Fourth, sponsored posts or ad posts. Fifth, company posts. And finally, posts that were in my news feed because one of my first-level connections had shared the original post that another person had made. So I studied a total of 300 posts. Again, 20 posts, three times a day, for five days. The key takeaways, the three major categories, about 30% each, were one, promoted posts. That's a big increase from when I've done this study in the past. And I think it's a function of the fact that for the last year or so, as people have been glued to their screens in a way that we haven't been in the past because of COVID-19, there's much more activity and engagement, and LinkedIn's been able to sell more ads. Number two, about 30% of the posts were there because they were original posts by somebody I'm connected to or that I follow. And then third, posts that were there because they were either liked or commented on by my first level connections also represented about 30% of the total. That activity, the reactions, the engagements by people that I'm connected to is something that LinkedIn is working hard to bring to my attention. That's an important takeaway. Second, some personal experience. I look periodically at what's called my SSI score, or Social Selling Index score. This is a score that LinkedIn calculates for every user. You can get it for free. It's not the be-all and the end-all, but it is kind of a good indicator of certain things about your own activity on LinkedIn. And one of the four categories that they give you a score for is what they call engage with insights. And they do that on a scale of 1 to 25. And by the way, if you're curious about your own LinkedIn SSI score, this is going to sound like a cop-out, but Google it. Actually type in to the Google search bar, LinkedIn SSI score. Hit the first search result. It'll take you to a page with a button that says calculate my score for free and you can see your score. The category of the four that I was interested in was this engage with insights and I noticed that in late December of 2020 my score for engage with insights was extremely low compared to where it usually is. I guess I had been real busy 
in the last quarter of 2020 and maybe hadn't done a lot of posts, but I sort of made a mental note to try to get more active in the new year and see if I could bring that score higher. Well, one thing led to another in the new year. I stayed real busy. I was extremely busy with my consulting practice. I ended up only actually in the months of January and February making a grand total of two original posts. However, I also made several comment posts that were really detailed. I used up almost all of the 1,200 characters that you're allowed to use in a comment post on a few of my comments. And they were typically in threads that other people had started that pertained to LinkedIn, pertained to using LinkedIn effectively. The posts received really good engagement from other people, likes and profile views, etc. Well, interestingly, when I looked at my SSI score again in very late February, LinkedIn had actually increased my Engage with Insights score by about 10 points. I have to conclude that it was the comments that really played the biggest role because I hardly had made any original posts. Like I said, I only made two. That's another important takeaway, and it reinforces the importance of comments. Now, finally, the clue that hides in plain sight. When you go to check your own SSI score, you can actually scroll down the page below your own analytics and your own score, and LinkedIn shows you a comparison of your SSI to people in your industry and then to people in your own network. And I noticed when I made those comparisons that the Engage with Insights scores for my industry peers and for the people in my network were extremely low. They were in the low single digits. Let's put all this together. One, very few people are engaging on LinkedIn at all based on those SSI scores and based on other reading that I've done, which indicates that the vast majority of people never participate at all in a conversation on LinkedIn. Not many people are engaging. There's an opportunity because of that to stand out and become known by simply becoming part of the conversation. My research and experience shows that your own content can be powerful if it's in the form of an original post or in the form of commenting with insight and detail on existing conversations. So what's holding you back? Go for it. You can do this. Well, if you've listened this far and you like what you've heard, how about hitting the subscribe button and leaving a review? It really does help other people to find this show. Thanks for listening today. And I'll talk to you again soon on LinkedIn Leverage.